name's Pete. This is Social Distance, sir. Hello, you fool. I love ya. <laughs> um, Trump's leaving hospital. He's just tweeted out saying he's leaving at 6.30 p.m., very exact. Uh, What's that? It's 11.30 in the UK, isn't it, I think, yeah? Um, Is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. And um, so that's going to be interesting, isn't it? His doctor is about to speak, so I'll uh, go through that for all the lies and bullshit. But basically he's bored. He's bored in hospital, and obviously there's plenty of things that they can do medically in, in the White House. Um, people say, you know, doctors are saying that he should really stay in Walter Reed. I mean, there's plenty of things he should do that he isn't doing. Like, for instance, he should be in self-isolation. But he's having people in to photograph him. He's meeting people. The guy's a fucking psychopath. And yesterday, he, you know, infamously now, went on a little joyride um, outside in his car... The Beast. Is it called The Beast? Yeah, I think it's called The Beast, which is hermetically sealed to protect against chemical attack. An area that COVID would love. And the poor, um, you know, security guys in there with him who have got PPE, but it's not very good PPE. Like, they don't have goggles even, for fuck's sake. The response is, oh, well, they did volunteer. Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between me and those fuckers. I would not, well, number one, I wouldn't be in that position, obviously, in the first place. But if I had, I would have said to Trump, actually, this is where I draw the draw the line. And I'd take my badge off and I'd throw the fucking badge at him like a star. Hopefully it'd go straight in his head. You know, that'd be good, wouldn't it? And then I'd walk out. But um, they didn't do that. Instead, they put on, you know, inadequate PPE and sat in a car with this fucking bozo. But before he went and did the joyride, he spoke to the world. And it was really interesting stuff. This is what he said. So uh, it's been a very interesting journey. I learned a lot about COVID. I learned it by really going to school. This is the real school. This isn't the let's read the book school. And I get it and I understand it. And it's a very interesting thing. I'm gonna be letting you know about it. In the meantime, we love the USA and we love what's happening. Thank you. What the fuck is... We love what's happening. He's got COVID. and uh, But this is the real school. Not the, that rubbish school with books. Fuck that. Fuck books, for fuck's sake. We want the real school where you actually experience the thing that you should know about. So here's his tweet. I will be leaving the Great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30pm. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. I mean, well, there's two things to say, obviously. It's so disrespectful to the 200,000 plus families that have lost somebody you know, to COVID-19. And also, it's a brave thing to put out. I'm not too sure if the if the medical staff would have, you know, kind of seen that before it went out. The guy is like, you know, what we don't actually know where he is in the, in the timeline because they're not t- saying. Um, but at the earliest, 
it would be that he uh, got it at the earliest, about a week ago, seven days ago. So, I don't know, maybe it is just a mild case. And maybe these, the, the uh, you know, it is experimental and the antibodies does look really good. The other two, the, there isn't much evidence that it does work for people that aren't like severely affected by COVID-19. So who knows? Maybe, you know, the drugs that they gave him, they maybe they were lucky, you know. Who knows? Maybe he's better than them giving him the drugs suggests. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, weirdly, I don't quite trust Donald Trump. So we'll see what happens with the doctor. But um, yeah, welcome to the show. So Dr. Nick is back. He's back. Dr. Nick and um, evasive as ever. Uh, Here's one example of his evasiveness. This is about when his last negative, Trump's last negative test was, because we're still unclear about when he got this damn thing and when they knew that he had it. Tell us when he had his last negative test. Was it Thursday? Was it Wednesday? When, do you remember when he had his last negative test? I, I don't want to go backwards. How contact uh, tracing for people who are around him? To I understand. The contact tracing, uh, as I understand it, is being done. Uh, I'm not involved with that. Um, so. There we go. I don't want to go backwards. That's exactly the kind of thing that a spin doctor says, not a medical doctor. The kind of thing that, you know, someone advising the president politically might say to reporters, unbelievable that a medical professional would say that. When was the last negative test he had for COVID-19? I don't want to go backwards. And all the while, he's wearing a really shit white uh, jacket suit, a suit jacket, which is... Uh, kind of made to look a little bit like a lab coat and it's embossed with this like fucking horrible really too big very garish president of the united states seal on one side and the other it's like um, embossed with his name on it he's had it fucking monochromed or whatever that what is it mono mono sodium glutinated uh, in this shitty little handwriting font woven in. Anyway, not a massive fan of Conley. And I thought, like, you know, uh, last episode, yesterday, I was saying spare a thought for him. Tonight, I'm just thinking, fuck him. He's part of this. He's driving the cover-up. He should just say to Trump, listen, Trumpy one be you're my patient, right? What I say goes. The tables are turned. For the first time in your life, act like a bloody, you know, person that can take a bit of advice because I'm trying to save your life here pal and there's so many reasons why um, we have to question this okay the the timeline okay that's that will give us a good sense of where he is in the progression we know about the seven to ten days even as evasive as he was Conley tonight said he's only going to breathe a sigh of relief next Monday uh, in a week's time He said that he's not entirely out of the woods, Trump, but never mind, just go home. (laughs) It really doesn't make sense. Any time he was asked a difficult question, a question that Trump didn't want him to answer, he said, oh, well, HIPAA requirements mean that I can't do that, which is basically um, patient confidentiality. 
Okay, fine. I understand that. Patient confidentiality. And of course, that is the truth. The Trump has said, you can say this, you can say this, you can say this, but you can't say this, this and this. The problem is, everything that he's saying paints a rosy picture. And everything that he's refusing to say might call into question that rosy picture. For instance, he said, well, he's been fever free for days and he hasn't been on any uh, fever reducing medication. Well, that's not true. He's on a fucking steroid. Steroids reduce fever. Steroids uh, can suppress the immune system. Okay, so you've got one of the experimental drugs that's going into him is this antiviral. The idea is that it, you know, kind of prepares the immune system better because it, like, you know, uh, attacks the virus. But on the other hand, you've got uh, the steroid, the dexamethasone, or whatever it's called, that can uh, suppress the immune system, you know? So it's a very delicate balancing act. The doctor, uh, CNN's doctor, said that Trump may well be the only person in the world that is undergoing this uh, course of treatment for COVID-19. So the idea that, the reason why he's going back to the White House is that he's bored. We know that. We know that he's not going to stay in his residence. He told us that in the video the other day. You know, it's not for me. And I'm going to confront it. I could have, I could have stayed there. They said, I could have stay in there. It's not for me staying in the place. Who the fuck do you think I am? I'm the president of the United States. I don't give a shit if I've got a, you know, infectious disease that can kill other people. That I'm shedding it left, right and centre. I'll do what the fuck I like. Thank you very much. So off to the White House he goes. Obviously, there is, you know, medical facilities in the White House. But you do have to call into question whether this is a, a medical decision. Well, in fact, of course, obviously, we know that uh, it isn't. It's a question of him being bored. And it's a question of him wanting to be on the front foot. He thinks it's going to work politically. But that tweet that I read out is just absolutely insulting. 210,000 people now have died of coronavirus in the United States. How dare he say, do not be afraid of coronavirus? I mean, how the hell is that good politically? It's unbelievable. Poll after poll now is coming out showing that Biden is widening his lead. It was still it was pretty big, you know, before the debates. After the debates and after the last week with Trump, you know, uh, the um, confidence in him is draining away but it unfortunately also is is a kind of general sense of what to do as well in the United States uh, around about 45% of people said that they're not going to take a vaccine which is not the vaccine won't work if around about half people don't take it Yeah, so it is not good you need clear in any of these things you need clear, steady leadership. You need consistency, you know, evidence-based advice. No matter what country you're in, it doesn't help if you've got a psychopath in control anyway. And some of the um, uh, side effects of, uh, of the steroids, you know, they're pretty tasty. They're the kind of things that you would expect a doctor to be kind of overseeing you, like, all the time, yeah? And it sounds as if, like, Trump is just kind of itching to get back to work and trying to kind of forget about it. He said, I've never felt uh, healthier for, than, uh, for 20 years. Well, that could well be the steroids talking. 
yeah? He doesn't have a fever, that could well be the steroids talking. It's masking the symptoms, that's the whole point of the fucking steroids. It's masking the symptoms, but it doesn't actually attack, obviously, the coronavirus. Now, it does seem that dexamethasone does have an effect for people that are seriously ill in intensive care. It does seem to, you know, help in that regard. But this early on, as we think that it's this early on in his, you know, timeline, uh, it's unproven. And he may well be the first person on the planet to be treated in this way uh, with three different things going on because we've also got the remdesivir as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, what to make of it. It's going to be interesting to see, like, yeah, obviously, you know, we've got a week of this to go at least, you know. There's a good chance that he will rebound. Maybe he won't. Maybe, the, you know, these experimental drugs have worked, you know. And maybe he's uh, just as kind of chipper as he seems to be chipper. But it doesn't really pass the smell test again with Dr. Nick. Because, you know, if if he was as, uh, if Trump was as happy and healthy and robust as he wants to project himself as, then he would say to his doctor, yeah, tell him everything. Tell him about the lungs. Tell him about the thing. Tell him about the thing. Get them to have every, all of the information and then they can assess exactly where I'm at for themselves. Yeah. But they're not doing that. They're doing the opposite of that. They're say, telling us the good things and obscuring us for an, from anything that might be bad. So, of course, your sense then is that he's iller than they're um, telling us, you know? Well, we'll see. Thank you very much. <laughs> I run to the shop. Bump into everyone. Say, have you heard? Have you heard the news? There is a podcast called Social Distancer. Share it, like it, astound your friends. Everything you want to hear about. The greatest public health emergency in any of our lives. Four times a week and it is free. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays and an omnibus on Sundays. Fucking great On Friday night, Public Health England identified that over the previous eight days, 15,841 positive test results were not included in the reported daily cases. This was due to a failure in the automated transfer of files from the labs to PHE's data systems. I want to reassure everyone that every single person who tested positive was told that result in the normal way, in the normal time frame. They were told that they needed to self-isolate, which is, of course, now required by law. However, these positive test results were not reported in the public data and were not transferred to the contact tracing system. I want to thank colleagues who've been working since late Friday night through the weekend to resolve this problem. Contact tracing of these cases began first thing Saturday. We brought in 6,500 hours of extra, extra contact tracing over the weekend, and I can report to the House that as of 9am today, 
51% of the cases have now been contacted a second time for contact tracing purposes. I want to reassure the House that outbreak control in care homes, schools and hospitals has not been directly affected because dealing with outbreaks in these settings does not primarily rely on this particular PHE system. So there he is then, there's old uh, Hattie Mancock saying that again they have messed up in a big, big way. And they have uh, put at risk 50,000 people. Uh, 50,000 people who have been in close contact with someone with coronavirus who have been walking around for days when they should have been told to quarantine. Another major fuck-up. Obviously, all of those, um, you know, uh, daily figures were massively underreported. Uh, for the last uh, seven to ten days or so. Everything's seven to ten days these days, isn't it? Have you noticed that? Every minute I'm saying seven to ten days. And did you notice yesterday I said seven to day ten? That's nice, isn't it? Anyway, so um, health officials were racing to track down contacts, but only 51% of the 15,841 positive cases had been asked to hand over contact details by Monday morning. Well, that's not much, is it? Half of the bloody, you know, 15,000 people. So what's that? Even my maths know that 15,800 is very close to 16,000. So we're talking, uh, you know, 7,500 people who haven't even been contacted, for Christ's sake, to say, oh, who did you see? And this is like, could have been like, you know, seven days ago, 10 days ago. Even like, you know, two weeks ago by now. Who did you see on that day fucking two weeks ago? What the hell? So the vice presidential debate is on Wednesday night. So that's uh, two o'clock in the morning on Thursday morning here in the UK. So I might preview it on the next show, Wednesday's show. And uh, depending on, you know, the same thing to talk about, talk about it on Friday's show. Kamala Harris has arranged for a plexiglass screen to be placed between uh, Pence and herself, which makes a lot of sense because, makes a lot of Pence sense because Pence has been right in the thick of it. And although he's testing negative today, we found out today that the... um, uh, Trump's spokesperson has tested positive and uh, she obviously underwent a series of tests over the last couple of days all testing negative until today so who knows about Pence hopefully Pence won't get it um, but you, know, you never know uh, also did you hear about Excel the, the, the reason why um, you know all of these uh, cases went missing is that Excel wasn't up for the job. So the big tip from the uh, data guru from the Financial Times, John Murdoch Brown, is to use R or Python. I don't know what this is, these spreadsheet alternatives to Excel. But anyway, if you are thinking of um, doing a doing a you know kind of vast bit of spreadsheetery and um, you know the lives of hundreds of thousands of people are 
kind of dependent upon you getting that information right than do R <laughs> or Python. I want to make that R soul joke. Do you remember that episode where I was talking about <laughs> um, Sausage Johnson being the R soul, the soul of the R? That was a good one, wasn't it? That was a good episode. A long time ago, that was. Anyway, right now, what should we think of today? Let's think of a, a kind of one of those very, very, very deep sea creatures. You know, the weird alien ET creatures, the strange creatures that live very, 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 very deep in the sea. And they move around and they look, don't look anything like land dwellers. Us land dwellers up here. No, they look very different from us. And uh, so imagine one of them. One, two, three walk between the raindrops I hope you have a successful week walking between the raindrops do everything that we know that we must do please and take care of yourselves speak to you Wednesday bye